time to take the next step with Looney Libis. Step 9. Your secret sauce. Last week, we talked about the competitive analysis you need to do to go and understand your market. What are your potential customers using to solve this problem that you think is so pressing? And this week's question is, what is it about your solution? What makes your solution unique and better and faster and cheaper and whatnot that will make those customers buy your solution instead of one of those that you found out there in in competition land? Or, even worse, one of those solutions that they built themselves or one that they don't even care about building at all. That's what we're looking for. That is what we call your secret sauce. And another related term you may hear out in startup land is sustainable competitive advantage. That's a doozy. Before we go worrying about how to talk about that, let's go back to secret sauce. So here's a spot that trips up a lot of first-time entrepreneurs. You have this great idea, you think it's unique, you've gone off, you can't find any competition for it whatsoever, you think you've invented something amazing and brand new, and your first worry is that someone's going to steal your idea. And because of this worry, a common mistake is that you don't want to share it with anyone. You're afraid that this idea is so amazing and so unbelievably innovative that if anybody hears it, they're going to quit their job and start a company and steal it out from under you. Well, I'll tell you something that's not really a secret. It doesn't really happen. All right, so what really happens is the opposite. When you do get over that that holdup you have and you do share your idea with the world, what you're going to discover is that most people couldn't care less. People you want to add to your team are not going to quit their jobs to come join your startup. Customers are mostly going to say no. Other entrepreneurs you talk to, well, you know what? They have their own idea, and they probably think it's even better than yours, and there's no way they're going to drop their idea in order to pick yours up and run with it. And I have tested this out in real life. At my accelerator, at business plan competitions, at events, I've had a bunch of entrepreneurs standing around in a circle And I have asked them, somewhat tongue-in-cheek, who here wants to throw away their idea and join one of the other teams? And you know how many said yes? Zero. It really doesn't happen. So put that worry aside. What you really need to do is go forth and talk to people and share, because your idea, it probably isn't great. At best, it may be good. And as I talked about in step five, you know what? Your idea probably isn't even going to work. Plan B might work. Plan C that's based on your idea might work. But this idea you have in your head, yeah, probably not. But in any case, you do have an innovative idea. You have some idea that has some secret sauce attached to it because you're going to have a really big challenge in starting a startup that does nothing more than bring sugary, cola-flavored fizzy water to market or is another search engine on the internet, or another social media outlet, or a neighborhood bakery that's surrounded by five other neighborhood bakeries. You need to do something different than the rest of the competition. So you need at least a little bit of secret sauce. All right, so how do you protect it? How do you build a sustainable competitive advantage? Well, this comes up in the world of tech a lot, and in that world there's some canned answers that you have to reply with, otherwise the investors are going to just dismiss you. And the first one is, I filed a patent. So here in the U.S., the patent office has made this rather simple. 
you can collect together all your notes about your invention, all your notes about your product, all your notes about your competition, for that matter, whatever you want to put in there, because no one's going to look at it. You take all your notes, you put it in an envelope, you fill out what's called a provisional patent application, you put it in the mail, you pay your fee, and now you can tell the world that you filed a patent. You haven't actually filed a patent. What you've really done is secured the opportunity in the next year to file a patent that's based on the ideas sitting in those notes. And a patent, if you're unaware, is a monopoly to use an invention for 17 years. In exchange for the monopoly, you have to describe to the world in public how the invention works. That's the trade-off. And that's useful for a lot of innovative ideas. The next answer that you give for not just tech companies, but all companies, is that our competitive advantage is based on the contracts we have with our customers. That is an advantage that is hard to beat. When you have long-term contracts or just happy customers, when you have increasing or even better recurring revenues from happy customers, well, then it gets really hard for a competitor to come along and get those customers to buy their solution instead of yours. If they're happy and satisfied, they're not going to want to switch. At some point in the distant future, when you are big and established, you can say that we'll have a brand, that we'll have scale, that the customers will know about your brand, will love your brand, and will be seeking out your brand. But that's years away. No startup has that to begin with. But you can say in your answer that we aim to get there someday. The real reality is that startups have no competitive advantage. Really, the only advantage they have versus very large companies is the speed at which they can make decisions, the speed at which they can pivot from idea to idea, the speed at which they can innovate and change the product and make it better. But that's it. Past that, you have a brand that no one knows of. You have a product that very few customers, if any, are using. You don't know the market that well. They don't know you. And no patent or great contract or great team or anything else is going to change the fact that you are new. You're not established yet. You're unproven. You have no real competitive advantage. Just don't tell anybody that. Your first real advantage may be experience in the market. Once you do understand how all the competitors work, what the customers truly want, once you have sold to many of those customers and have experience under your belt in understanding their world, once you understand what marketing messages work, once you understand what sales pitches work, once you understand how to deliver the product to the customer, well, then you have experience, right? And experience is a long-term competitive advantage. This is what sets your existing competitors apart from you right now. They have experience. They know what didn't work. They've already made the mistakes that you're about to make and won't make them again. That is a true sustainable competitive advantage. And that is the best you can hope for, unless you're working on a tech startup, which we'll talk about next week. Until then. <laughs>